0: Shelly, are you too young to remember what the AOK deal is all about?
1: Um, excuse me, I think the music was still playing.
0: <laughs> you really going to you going to get me this morning, aren't you? Huh? <laughs> Never mind. Okay, do, <laughs> do you remember what AOK was all about? <laughs> you
1: like it. Stop
0: sh- it. Sh- are you drunk this morning? You've been drinking. You have, no, that, you have that. I
1: understand the inclination, though. You
0: have that sassy bar sound to you this morning, like, "Hey, give me another one. I'm going to give this guy crap all morning long." Yeah, give me another. I
1: don't need to be intoxicated <laughs> to do that, Brad. F Y I.
0: Okay, so A O K. Do you remember the derivation of that A O K? No. It was from. Is that like A O C? It was no. It's from one of the astronauts. They asked, him, they asked him, you know, was everything, was everything, was everything, were you, you right in space?
1: Say, say it in your in your, in your your telemetry
0: voice. No, no, no. It was, here, let me look it up. It might have been John Glenn. And they asked him, you know, because if someone said, hey, it was okay, it was okay. If it was A-okay, that takes it to a next level, right? <laughs> let me look that up. Good um, to know. A-okay, um... Uh, it's in wikipedia here aok is a more intense form of the word english word okay the phrase can be accompanied by a substitute with history here it is right here <clears throat> the phrase aok <coughs> there goes the voice the phrase aok had been in use at least as far back as 1952 when it appeared in an advertisement my midvac steels which read aok for tomorrow's missile demands U.S. Air Force Colonel Lieutenant John Shorty Powers popularized it while serving in the 1960s as NASA's publicity officers for Project Mercury, the voice of Mercury Control. He was reported as attributing the expression to astronaut Alan Shepard during his historic Freedom 7 flight, which was the United States' first manned spaceflight. However, in his book, The Right Stuff, author Tom Wolfe wrote that Powers had borrowed the expression from NASA engineers who used it during radio transmission tests because... The sharper sound of an A cut through the static better than OK. The NASA publication This New Ocean, History of Project Mercury, says in a footnote that a reply of flight voice communications taped to close that Shepard displo- himself did not use the term and that Tequan Roberts of STG and Captain Henry E. Clements of the Air Force had used AOK okay frequently in reports written more than four months before the Shepard flight. So it wasn't him. It was somebody else. So that's what AOK okay comes from.
1: You know, my husband was the telemetry guy on one of the uh, satellite trackings. Uh, I, I wish I knew what it was. It was a flight. And he, you know, like on Apollo 13 right. where they say, uh, you know, bathrooms, go flight. Do, you know, tele- telemetry, go flight. Right. He was the go flight guy on the telemetry.
0: And what Shelly's not telling you, that one time Shelly's husband got so frustrated with her, he packed her into one of the satellites and flew her into space to get rid of her.
1: <laughs> Only in <laughs> his dreams.
0: <laughs> I'll show you, Shelly. I'm tired of you nagging at me all the time. I'll just put you in one of the spacecrafts I'm telemetry guy for. I all the time. And I'll launch you Lately into space, Shelly. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Wanna, my
1: husband doesn't. He's nothing bothers him. Like nothing. He's like Drew. Nothing bothers
0: <laughs> his He's like my son Drew. My, yeah. my son Drew who is who is a trooper. He's had some health problems. And you never see the kid upset. You never see him mad. You never see him frustrated. He's just Drew. He's always like that.
1: That's the way David is.
0: I mean and like it's amazing. I'm going like, how, you know, can you bottle that and sell it? To, you know, you'd be a millionaire. I mean, how do you do that? You know, I, I have him, no idea. It's
1: just like he's—he's he's, David is definitely definitely my antithesis.
0: Well, I know people, and you know, I, I don't know your husband all that well. I've met him several occasions, but he seems like sort of an even-keeled kind of guy. Doesn't seem like he really he
1: ever- is. He's like placid as water. He does just—you know—you can't see my face, but my face is not changing when I say this is Dave Bar happy. Yeah, not changing. This is Dave Bar mad. Still not changing. I mean, he is just even even placid as water.
0: There's something to be said for people like that, especially when you got people that they, are like one they time They have a
1: they have an entire uh uncontrollable rage.
0: Well, I was going to say one time they're on top of the world, the next time they're like on the bottom of the world if you know what I'm saying. You know, they going from heaven to hell and every, everywhere in between. You know, it's one of those things that's like, okay.
1: He 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 very, he says he says that he has a really really bad temper, but I've personally never seen it to the to the depths that he has said that he can
0: get. Hmm, interesting. Do you hear 30 about
1: years and I've never seen it. Do
0: you hear about this problem in New York? The young kids are are upset about this. What's that? <laughs> you know, life's tough when you're upset about things like this. Okay. The kids in New York, you have to have a driver's license and a vaccine card to get into bars. Because in New York, you have to have the vaccine card to do anything. Right? Okay. Okay. There's a big problem. Can't you guess what it is?
1: The kids aren't being vaccinated?
0: No. The birth dates don't correspond on the vax card, don't correspond to their birth dates on the driver's license. On their fake driver's license. Get what I'm saying? (laughs) 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 They've got one year um, on their driver's license and another year on their vax card. You know, and it's to the point where it's like, it's like okay, you know, you know things have gotten tough when that's your big problem. I read an article about this, and it talked about the fact that all these kids in New York, they're getting, you know, like kids. They're like 18, 19 years old. They got fake IDs, and they're trying to get into bars, and the bouncer is looking at their birth date on their driver's license, which says they're 21 or older. But yet, when you look at their vax card, it says they're like 19. God, you know, I mean, life's tough.
1: That's about right. Do you, do you, you know. I never had to have a. Of fake ID, in a, in a perfect
0: world, okay. Why is there a restriction on drinking at twenty-one? You ever thought about that?
1: In and, Illinois, it used to be eighteen. Well, that's why you always used to go to stages and pops nine, and Oz and.
0: I don't think it was eighteen; it was nineteen for beer and wine.
1: No, it was eighteen.
0: No, I don't think it was. It was you per- could
1: get into bars. You could get into stages.
0: Well, who couldn't get into stages?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's like. That's like, who, like
1: in cahoots. could now a church.
0: Right. Who couldn't get into the granary? You know, once again, I mean, people go into the granary. Right. You're,
1: I've never been to the granary oh ever. My,
0: you didn't miss anything. When I went to school at SIU, SIUE, none of the locals would go near that place. It was all Missouri kids because that was a problem. The Missouri kids would come over there and they would get rip roaring. I used to work for the police department over there. And there were times did
1: you, did you really? Oh no no no, no I didn't know that. You know,
0: when I when I would drove back, if I worked Friday or Saturday night four to midnight, I would come back on two seventy, you know, like come back on two seventy back into NOCO. And I'm telling you, I don't think there was ever a Friday or Saturday night that wasn't accident on Westbound two seventy with the kids either in Illinois or once they got into Missouri. Every single night I worked four to midnight there was an accident. I mean
1: I have to admit, I, you know, I have to tell you something. Uh-oh. I have to admit this. Go ahead. It's been 35 years, and or maybe it's been 40. I don't know. But one time I was stuck on Route 3 going the wrong direction, and I didn't see anybody around me. So I pulled and t- made a U-turn via the unauthorized vehicles only. <laughs> the authorized vehicles only place.
0: So you were going the wrong direction in Route 3? Yeah. And you were drunk?
1: No, I never drove drunk.
0: So how did you get in on the wrong direction on Route 3?
1: Because I'm geographically challenged.
0: <laughs> so you were going north in the southbound lanes?
1: No, 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 no. No, I was going the wrong direction for where I needed to be. Yeah. Not on the wrong side of the road. I was going the, the wrong direction.
0: You used one of the emergency vehicle crossover lanes right there? I did. Oh, my God. Hey,
1: I know I have carried this guilt with me for years, Illinois, and I feel, you know, I just.
0: Illinois State Police, did you hear that? She just admitted. Come, you know, let me. I think there's a. Let uh, me tell you where what she's at.
1: <laughs> what, what's that called? When you when you a statute of limitations?
0: No, not in Illinois. There's not. Yes, there is. Pritzker changed that. There's no, no statute. No, limitations. And you just admitted to a felony in Illinois. In Missouri, that'd be a misdemeanor. In Illinois, that's a felony.
1: That's not true. And if
0: you had a gun in your car, you would you would get the death penalty for that.
1: I, no, I would have never had a gun in my car back then.
0: But now, uh, but, but now she's got a bazooka in her car. You just
1: never know. <laughs> now you just never know, now do you?
0: See, that's the thing nowadays that, God, you know, it's funny you talk about that. This...
1: <laughs> what, did I actually said something well, no, no, no No, no, no,
0: no, there, no. There's a couple interesting things that has come out of last week. Remember we had this terrible situation. We had the two city cops who were shot in horrible. In, in Ferguson. Yes, okay? horrible, horrible, and horrible. They, they were chasing a white SUV that they believed was involved in a murder the night before. Okay? I don't know if you know, know the whole story. That was the whole story.
1: I, I didn't know. They but...
0: chased it out of the city. They're trying to get the guy to pull over. They chased the guy. I think the guy, I, I don't know if they put down spike strips or something like that, but if you saw the picture of the, uh, the, the SUV the guys, the, the perps were in, was it was a white, I think it was a Honda SUV. Anyway, the bizarre story about this is that one of the guys, are, are, they think all four of the guys were involved in an armed robbery the night before. And originally it came out that the armed robbery was that the armed robbers killed, a person it was some it was some outside some club in north city okay the bizarre part of it was it wasn't the one of the victims that got killed it was one of the armed robbers that got killed and they were charging the other guys in the car with murder because it's one of those if you're involved with you know a robbery and like if you rob a bank and it's th- it's two dudes and one die one dude gets shot by the bank guard and it's and and dies you get charged with murder get what i'm saying in other words because of the fact that you had sent guilt
1: by association
0: sort of like that okay so yeah. bizarre there's two bizarre parts of this story bizarre part number 1 is that the guy who was killed was one of the robbers and he got shot by bystanders <laughs> good for them you know you're in a tough neighborhood when the robbers get shot by a bystander and the other bizarre story was, apparently these four guys drove up, and there were, I think, three women and a guy, and they made them all lay down on the sidewalk. They, they thought they were oh going to get my. shot, you know, because you know, all, all the guys jumped out of this white SUV with guns. and They made them lie down on the sidewalk, and then they said, give me your guns, give me your, give me your money, give me your, you know, your cell phones, give me your jewelry, okay? So that's when somebody else came by and go, look, those guys are robbing those people. So they started shooting, and the security guard at the at the bar started shooting as well too so
1: at the guy that was shooting or
0: at the at, at the robbers the
1: perpetrators right
0: they were shooting the robbers the one robber who got who the one person who okay, died was a robber who was shot by a bystander but here's the bizarre part of the story What's that? The girl, when all this commotion breaks out, and these, there's a gunfight you know, going on between you know, the, the four robbers. The one robber gets shot, and he's, he's down. There's gunfire going on between the citizens and the, and the, the, um, uh, security, the guard. security guard. The one woman who was getting robbed gets up and runs into what she thinks is her car to get away. The only problem is she runs into the wrong car, and she runs into the robber's car. So the robbers get back into their car, and there's a woman in there, and they take off with her. Think about that for a minute. I mean, here you just get you. One minute you're walking along, minding your own business. A bunch of dudes pull up in this white SUV. You know, they get you down on the ground. You think you're going to be executed, shot. You know, in the back of the head, or whatever. As they're stealing your wallets and stuff like that. Then a gunfight breaks out. One of the robbers gets shot. He gets killed. You jump up. You jump. You think what's your car? Trying to get away, you jump into a car, and it turns out it's the robber's car. They jump in, and away they go with her, and they threaten her the whole bit. They drove her about a mile, and then let her out. Is that bizarre or what? And then one of the guys—they let her out. Yes, they let her they out. They were
1: benevolent. I guess,
0: huh? You know, I mean, and and then the bizarre part of the story is, or that's is that's not bizarre enough. One of these guys, and this is how the thing gets sort of weird with all these prosecutors and things like that. One of the guys had already been, I believe, arrested already in the county for armed robbery. And Wesley Bell, the new prosecuting attorney in, not new, he's been there for a couple years now, has in, in, in St. Louis County, did not press charges against him. So, in other words, they're saying, like, okay, here we go again. One of these prosecutors is not pressing charges. If this guy would have had press, you know, charges pressed against him, he would have been in jail. He wouldn't have been out robbing people.
1: When are they going to start doing their job again? I don't, you know, I don't get it. It's like, what's going on in L.A.? I mean, do your job. If you don't want to do your job, then find another profession.
0: Okay. Let's go back to grade school.
1: So frustrating.
0: Let's go back to grade school. Okay, if you're in a class, and I had a class like this once. I had a class in junior high that got out of control. And I can even tell you the, the teacher's name. Mr. Daniels. I guarantee Mr. Daniels is long dead because he was probably in his 50s or 60s when i had him as a student as a student i would have been you know i mean he'd have he'd probably be 120 right now if he were still alive which i know he's not okay he was our shop teacher and he 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 slowly lost control of the class i mean just got to the point where he lost control of the class and we had this one kid in our class that every day he pushed mr daniels farther and farther and farther and one day this kid when we're in, we, had a, we had a classroom, we had shop the equipment in one, in back of the, the shop, and then we had chairs in the front where we sat and we'd give us lectures, and then we go back in the, in the shop and work on equipment. One day, this kid gets up, goes to the tool cabinet, opens up the tool cabinet, gets a couple of hammers that have wood handles on them, and he says to him, hey, Mr. Daniels, what if you put this hammer through a bandsaw? Okay, and Mr. Daniels is going, son, sit down in your chair. Sit down. We're not going back in the shop right now true story i swear this is a true story and um mr daniels says you know sit in your chair so this guy takes these two or three hammers i think it might have been three of them i know it was for sure two wood handle hammers you know what i'm talking about wood you know metal metal hammerhead you know wood handle right yes
1: i i i, I know what you're talking about <laughs> you don't I see, know what a hammer is you don't
0: see too many of them anymore most of them are like all fiberglass or all metal or stuff like that anyway he takes these out of the tool cabinet, goes over to the, to the bandsaw, turns on the bandsaw, and cuts the handles of the hammers off. And Mr. Daniel says, why would you do that, son? Why would you do that, son? And, and, and he got, I know why. Well, it got to the point where things just got crazy. And at one point in time, I swear to God, this is a true story. I shouldn't admit to this. It wasn't me. Matter of fact, I, I myself got in trouble with the class because it got so out of control, I told my mom about it. And at the time, my mom... So
1: this was hammer time?
0: No, 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 no. Here's how it got it out of control. <laughs> one day... One you didn't of the... get it, did you?
1: Or you just ignored it,
0: right? No, I just let it fly right by. Yeah, one okay. day, one just of the kids... ignore Shelly. One of the kids in the class brought his gun to school. <laughs> was... No, he did not. I swear to God. Back
1: then, it wouldn't have been a big deal, though.
0: No, he brought his gun to school. Had a right Had a, not a rifle. Had a lot of pistol in his, in his pocket. And he was sh- he was showing it to everybody, and it showed it to Mr. Daniels. And Mr. Daniels, that's a fine, that's a knife, knife, a knife, uh, you know, a knife gun you have there. son. and and I went home and told my mom this, and my mom went like ballistic. Of and, course she did. And she's going like, what? What? There was a gun in your classroom? And go, yeah, there was a gun in my classroom. So kid, showed it, and Mr. Daniels saw it, and she goes, and he didn't take it. He didn't call the principal. Nope, didn't do any of this stuff. So next day, guess where my mom's is? She's in the principal's office telling the principal this. So then the next day, Mr. Daniels is gone from our class. And he disappears for about a week. Then he comes back. So, God, I, I, you're not going to believe this when I tell this story. Mr. Daniels was bald. And one of the guys in the class, we have these, you know what buffer wheels are? You ever seen these? It's, I do it, know what buffer wheels it, are. It looks like They're right a,
1: next to the grinding wheel. Right,
0: exactly. There's a grinding wheel. There's a buffing wheel. It's like usually cloth, and you put like rubbing compound and stuff like that, and you use the you know finish metal. Okay, you put a, like a sheen on it. Okay, shine. You shine up metal, stainless steel, whatever. So he grabs Mr. Mr. Daniels by the head, and says, "Mr. Daniels, your head's not shiny enough." And he goes over and starts to buff Mr. Daniels' head on the buffer wheel.
1: I don't even know what to say.
0: <laughs> Are you not believing me? I swear
1: to God, this was true. And this class... I can actually see that because y- you little hellions, Well, I-, I can see that happening. Okay,
0: here's my Do point. Do
1: you still have your, your um, dustpan?
0: Somewhere. Okay, here's... I found mine. Here's my point.
1: Oh, I'm sorry, you had a point. My bad. <laughs> the
0: class got out of control. And the more we realized Mr. Daniels was not into control, the weirder it got. There's more bizarre things that happen. Okay. Strange things happen. Okay. And it just slowly but surely turned into chaos. That was the class I went to and was like, Okay, what's gonna happen today? And Trust me, I was not the ringleader. I can tell. you, I can still remember some of the guys. I in the don't class. know.
1: I kind of I kind of see no,
0: no, 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 no. Like,
1: you know, ringleader in your eyes. I, you know, t- like little white rings, like I, like those uh I will, uh-huh. I will name I see, I see ringleaders in your eyes.
0: I will name a name. A guy who became a very famous football player for our high school, Pete Blake. Pete Blake was one of the ringleaders. Pete Blake's the guy he, that buffed well,
1: well, of course he was. And you know what? He's probably 200 uh, 350 pounds <laughs> yes. and his muscles have gone to his belly. Right. And um he probably doesn't even have a friend.
0: Pete Blake was the guy who buffed Mr. Daniels' head. I swear, true story. I'm not kidding. He was so, a jock. Yes, he was a jock, and he could get okay. away with anything. And That's he was, all you had to say. Right. He was a was jock. Was that your point? No, no, but that but, he was a jock? No, but the point I'm trying to make was this is what's going on in our cities. When when you don't enforce the rules, Things just get worse and, worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. You know what I mean? Well, that worse. was your point. Well, you know, like for example, the guy in the, the new prosecuting attorney in New York City, armed robbery misdemeanor. I'm thinking to myself, I got guns. I'm going to New York. I'm going to rob a bunch of places. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna hope I didn't don't get shot. But if I get caught, what am I gonna get? Get a ticket? Am I gonna go down to pay my fine? If I if I go to a you know to a liquor store and tell the guy point a gun at point of gun, hey, give me everything in the cash register, he gives me five thousand dollars worth of money and I got a ticket for five hundred bucks, hey, I just made forty five hundred dollars, right? Uh-huh. Isn't that the message you're sending to people?
1: Okay, yes. Action, it, uh-huh. action,
0: actions don't have their consequences anymore.
1: They haven't had those for a couple years. Well, but it's just like it's like I don't get it. I don't get it. No consequences for a couple years. Mr. Daniel. The stuff that is gone, yeah, rest his soul. He was probably a very nice man.
0: He was. He was too nice. That was a problem. Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't like Mr. Koss. I
1: would have... I, I don't know how I would feel being your teacher.
0: Mr. Koss was our other shop teacher, and he was tough as nails. Man, you screwed up in his class, and man, he just reamed you out. He you, was probably a green f- And back then... They had um, the,
1: you could, you, they could punish kids. They could paddle them.
0: Yeah, we had, we had the stocks. We had the stocks where if you got in trouble, you know. You know what? The, stock, the stocks. You know what the stocks are, don't you? No. They would, like, use, like, the, in, like, in the, you know, early times in the United States, they would put you in the town square and they would, these things, they would, they would like put your, Oh, when they your put hands your head and feet. in your hands? Yeah. In the, and they would lock you in. You know, we had the, the stocks. Susie Yeah. That, yeah. Was a, that was in our rotunda of the old Kirby Junior High. And the kids would go by, oh, look, look, Jimmy's in the stocks. And then and then the, the, the principals would paddle them as they were in the stocks. That happened all the time. Matter of fact,
1: paddle with the holes in it?
0: Oh, yeah. That was lunchtime at our school. That was lunchtime. We'd go out and watch the kids who were in the stocks and get paddled.
1: I remember that there was this, let's see, what grade was I in? I was in. Yeah, I, I know you're, BSing. Oh, by the way, in case you didn't know, you're listening to the. Excuse me. You're listening to BS dot show. I don't think we've said that once. <laughs> <laughs> Everything you said was just a big fat lie, wasn't it?
0: <laughs> no, Mr. Daniels' class, that was all truth. That was all truth. I swear, I was truth. And my mom was so mad about the Hammer fact. Time. When I came no, home no, and I told no, her, no, hey, there's no. this, this no, kid no. in my in no, my no. class had a gun today. You know, I mean, today the SWAT team would descend on the school. Yes, you know they what I mean? would. I mean, the, yes, they would. the helicopters would be up in the air, you know, the whole bit. You know, the FBI would be there. You know, the bomb squad, ATF would be there. You know, everybody would be there. You know, back then it was like some kid. Hey, look! I told you the story about my dad used to walk to school with his rifle when he went to Beaumont High School in North City. He was in the rifle club. He used to go shoot in this place. Of, you know, it was like it was like an attic of the high school. He walked to school with his rifle. Can you imagine that nowadays? Some kid walking to school with his rifle. Same deal. Squatting yeah, you the, couldn't do it. The SWAT team yeah. would be there. You know, there would be police. You know, in 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 you know in their ninja outfits and their bulletproof vests everywhere. Oh my God, the kid's got a gun. You know. It'd be so, on the uh, I'm going to change Sun. real quick because I
1: know we got to do the gun. something. No, go ahead. Huh? Uh, no, go Go ahead. Oh, no, no. Please go. continue.
0: Well, here. Carry that over. We've got to take a break. It's 728.
1: Okay.